And uh, let's talk about entertainment news. Let's go straight to it because our time has kind of moved a bit. I don't know what happened today. I lost track of it because normally we start at four. Kosana, thanks for holding and sorry for keeping you holding, family. How are you on this day? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And how are you doing today? Uh-uh. No, that's not how you greet <laughs> okay. us. Let's start over. <laughs> okay, let's start this over. Three, two, one. A very, very supercalifragilisticexpialidocious variety. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, thanks so much for that. And how's the week been for you? It's been good, but hectic, but good. Hectic is good. Yeah, you're making money, that means. So you're yeah. going to take us out. <laughs> you're going to take us out for lunch. <laughs> we'll see if the budget, we'll see if the budget agrees. <laughs> <laughs> no, the budget must agree. There are 22 million rands that are being put un, uh, for flags in, in this country. So there's Yay. definitely a budget yeah. in South Africa. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about uh, reality TV. Reality TV star Somizim Shlongo, and the mother of uh, his child, Bapalesa uh, Madisakwane. She's saying that she wasn't aware that he was gay during their relationship. And this is after she was saying she's hurt by his claims. So Mizi claiming that she knew. Um, you know, I think with, with, with Opalisa and back in the times, if you look at how um, the LGBTQ community was back then, I think probably it wasn't like in your face. So, and chances are, Sumizi was sort of masculine presenting. Mm. So I wouldn't blame her. I mean, also, probably her gaydar wasn't working. So <laughs> <laughs> so there's something called the gaydar. Yeah, there's a gaydar. So normally, <laughs> it's when a person can instantly tell without even the individual sort of like confirming that, you know what, I this one, he bets for the other team or she or he is betting for the other team. So... Yeah, but does but that also, not also add? I mean, if you're saying there's a gay radar, does it not add to the stereotypes? Because not everybody will fit a certain profile, or not, or there is a certain way of picking no. up at least. You know, for some people, <laughs> you know they are. Me, yeah. You know, honestly, some people can tell. Okay. Some people can tell because you must remember there are certain people who are sort of masculine presenting. Because when you talk of um, homosexuality or gay men in particular, most people tend to lean towards the stereotypical sort of like feminine presenting but in certain instances some people can tell by looking unfortunately my guitar is malfunctioning so i'm not the one <laughs> what happened why did it malfunction <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if yours is malfunctioning imagine now the rest of us how are we going to know what's going on Unfortunately, some people, I, they, uh, they get ours is well-functioning. So, I, unfortunately, mine needs to go for maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she says that she, she found out that he was gay after she had just fallen pregnant. So, I mean, they'd already obviously had, you know, gone intimate with each other. And she had no idea. Yeah, because I think even, if I'm not mistaken, there was a time where... Sumizi did admit that she knew that yes, he's 100% gay, but he would sort of like dabble with with women just to see if maybe he's not bisexual. Because, you know, with one's sexual orientation, it's not really fixed until you are 100% sure of yourself. So I think for her, um, it was a bit confusing because, I mean, hello, we have a ch- I have a child with Sumizi, but now it turns out that he's gay. So, you know, it's a bit of a confusion. So... It's, it's, mm. I think most people need to be aware that with sexual orientations or sexuality, 
in a sense. For some people, it's very quite fluid. So, yeah, it's one of those things that today, I maybe tomorrow. So, for her, I can understand why she was confused because, yeah, sexuality, and most people do explore. So, Do you think maybe you should come forward and just give us clarity in terms of way, and I mean, it doesn't have to, it's his personal life, but do you think it would help for the community, the LGBTQI plus community, if he came forward and just gave clarity in terms of his state of mind at the time where he was? Because as you say, for some, uh, sexuality is fluid. Because I'm worried that this type of story might go uh, take us back to the times of, you know, the, the, the negative connotations we attach to those who are gay or lesbian to say, well, but you can change. This is a choice. But we know that it's not. It's, it's an orientation. I'm, I'm just worried that now people will say how, but now you had, you know, sexual relations with a woman and now suddenly you want men. What mm. happened? What changed? Do you think you should come forward and say, you know, this is the state of mind I was in? You know, explain what you're saying about sexuality being fluid. And we know, I mean, there are also uh, people who don't respond as he or she. They call themselves them or they. Mm. Should he say something uh, to clarify? I think he, he should, but also, it, it, in a sense, it would be more of a learning curve for most people because when we talk about sexuality being fluid, most people would be confused instantly and, and be on the tip of, okay, but you're saying you're gay, but then you sleep with women. But so I think for him, it would sort of like clear, clear the air for everybody, mm. but I think also educate people as well because, I mean, yeah. the LGBTQI... No, LGBTIQA plus community. It's, it's a community that's mm. consistently growing and evolving because even myself, I'm consistently learning. And it's just like, oh, okay, so there's this, like, there's this orientation, there's this type of sexuality. Because even with people who are non-binary, they don't conform to the societal mm. um, gender um, construct, constructs. You know, he, she, for them, it's just like, I'm a human being. Yeah. irrespective of my sex. But for me, I am a human being, and that's all that I want to be identified as. So, you know, it's, it's a consistently um, learning curve for most of us. So I think if he would clear the air for some of us and, you know, get a bit of a young education. Yes, and there is a child in the middle of this, so let's not forget that. And they seem to be doing a great job co-parenting her. They've raised mm. her to be a stellar human being, Bahumi, who recently graduated from AFTER. So congratulations to them for, you know, making sure that this child comes into this world and becomes uh, as great as she needs to be. Mm, definitely. Okay. There's a lot of uh, buzz also this week about the birth of Andile Mpisane, the son of uh, Sean Pisane and Tamia, who's the wife to Andile. They've got a newborn baby and uh, her reception when she came back after giving birth. What happened there? So obviously, uh, Mum Kiza is now a Goko again. I mean, hey, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> um, yes, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they, it, 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 honestly, I think for me, it's quite an exciting thing when when a, a baby is, you know, born into a new family. You know, in addition to the family, so it was a joyous occasion. You know, I mean, a, a child is a blessing. You know, so we are. It's a, it's a celebration, yeah. and uh, tell me, and this is actually Andile Pisa's um, third child because oh. he has two children. Yeah, he, yeah, this is the third. So for Andile, it's like baby number three. For Tamia, it's baby number one. So for 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 Andile, I think it's how old is he like, to have three kids? Oh, if I'm, oh I thought he was oh, young. I thought he was like twenty-two or something. There, 
probably if it's, it's probably my age, maybe close 30. to the late, late yeah, late twenties to okay. the thirties. But I think also, um, I think. I think I'm losing my train of thought. But, yeah, but it's you know, okay. For, for, it's very for... early in the morning. It happens <laughs> to all of us. <laughs> but I think the one thing I, I, I actually, the perspective I've got was that, you know, with all three kids, Angela actually has daughters. And I pray that she actually raises them to be like independent women. Mm. You know, I hope they take after their grandmother, who's a multimillionaire businesswoman. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite an exciting and a joyous occasion. Yeah, very interesting. Um, I think he's 29 years old. He's, no, he's 21 years old. He's 21. He's way younger than you. <laughs> oh, my word. Yo, wow, I'm actually old. Wow. But I think, you know, when I think about it, I mean, when I look at my late grandmother, at her, I think she was 20 and she had her second child. So I think nobody, I don't know. <laughs> Very interesting, yeah, what's what goes on. Uh, sorry, on yeah. and off here, I'm talking to my, my producer behind the scenes. Okay, so then uh, this uh, baby is, okay, well, I guess maybe this is the first official baby because, well, what do they call it? Uh, within wedlock, that is. He wasn't married no. before, right? This is the no, first wife, no, no. Tamia. With, with Tamia, they are married because Tamia was four months pregnant when she, when they got married, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't know if whether it's borderline out of wedlock or. <laughs> also, but who gets married at twenty-one? Okay, well, let me let, let's not judge. Yeah. I guess let's leave it at that. It's you know Each everybody. To own. <laughs> yeah, different strokes for different folks. They do their thing. Congratulations to them then for, uh, I guess, having this baby in their lives, and hopefully they'll get the right guidance because they are still very much young. Uh, to to raise this child, and I think they've got the support around them. Besides financial support, we know they're sorted there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I think you know, especially because I remember watching uh, Mum Keys's reality show, and for me, initially, the, the 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 first thought I heard about it, I was like, ah, this lady, she's too rich, she's full of herself. But when you actually watch the reality show, it's like, a, and you watch, and it's like, oh, she's just an ordinary human being, as much as yes, she's a multimillionaire, but she's so normal and she's so family orientated so i think yeah. the support system is definitely there yeah okay 22 hours of labor she went through oh yeah that's a lot <laughs> eh? she definitely needed a warm welcome after that <laughs> definitely yo uh-uh. okay so I mean, yeah she even got like a push present if i'm not mistaken it was a louis vuitton bag with 100k, so yeah. Okay, nice. <laughs> Back secured. Yeah, another, a couple, though, that's not doing so well, as we're talking about those who are welcoming babies, others are splitting. Trevor Noah, the comedian, and his girlfriend, Minka Kelly, they have commented on rumors of their breakup. Yeah, this is the second time that they've broken up, but also their relationship was actually um, lip, a tight-lipped. So not much was known of the relationship because you'd hear of sort of like my him him rumors that oh they are happy mm. all is well but I think with the second um breakup it's it's quite clear or sort of evident that uh, not it it didn't go so well but and it's also understandable because at the end of the day we are human and we want different things for ourselves yeah. and you know so things you know with for me I always say when my friends are in relationships. Don't sort of like place an expectation on your relationship, but just enjoy the moment and just live within the moment. So for me, really, it's it's just heartening that, okay, the second breakup, 
but I mean, we're individuals, and you know, we grow and evolve as as as, as individuals. So yeah. Yeah. So they met in 2020, and then, as you say, they broke up before in 2021, and then got back together. So this time, I guess uh, it is what it is. The U.S. Weekly has reported. I think we can trust them as a source that uh, it's been a while that they've broken up, uh, but they remain amicable. Would you remain amicable? Are you amicable with your exes? Well, I don't have exes, but... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you don't break up with people, you just ghost them or what? I've, I've, <laughs> I've never actually really been in a proper relationship. For me, really, it's always been like yeah. in the talking stages and I'm just like, mm, yeah, nah. But I am amicable with, with people that I've, 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 I've engaged with. So for me, really, I'm not like the type to hold a grudge and holding a grudge is too exhausting, so nah. <laughs> yeah, it is exhausting, hey? I mean, mm-hmm. um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I mean, I mean, holding a grudge essentially is just holding you back, yeah. and the other person, and the other party is just moving on with their lives, being happy. Mm. So rather move on. Let's be friends. You know, if it didn't work out, it didn't work out. It is what it is. Yeah, I think move on, not even let's be friends, move on completely. I'm one of those people, if you're not in my life, you're not going to be in my life as a friend. <laughs> it's, it's over for me. It's, we, we close that chapter. Mm. Yeah, and they don't have a child. They don't have anything in common, uh, you know, that would bind them. So they, I mm. guess you can move on, go left, I go right. But what are your thoughts about that? I mean, some people just break up. They cut all communication, delete all the pictures, unfollow each other on social media, and then others will continue to chat still. I mean, like you said, different strokes for different folks. So mm. each to each, you know, each to each person. Um, but for me, really, if they do move on and they go their separate ways, so be it. They are human. We don't need to uh, continue or sort of like keep the the connection. I mean, there's no child. There's no cat. <laughs> so, <laughs> as our parents would say, so I mean, move on. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk the Africa Rising Music Conference now. It's back and it's going to take place on the 24th to the 25th of May. Tell us about this conference, what it's about. So, the Africa Rising Music Conference is a conference in which we're, it's sort of like, how would I put it? It's a nice, I wouldn't say a festival, but a meeting of um, musical executives and um, experts in the field of music, and basically this time around it will be it will be centering around um, hip hop and electronic um, music. And what I love about um, the Africa Rising Africa Rising Music Conference is that it is a women-led conference. Okay. So obviously, women are taking over, you know, it's no longer a, a men's world because, I mean, if you look at certain industries, some industries are still, you know, men uh, are, are saturated with men versus mm-hmm. women. So I think with this conference, the nice thing about it is that it is led by women and it's 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 more of a establishing a, a, a connection between Africa and Europe and also inter-African connections because with this conference, it has also filled a three-year partnership with MTN Bushfire. So you clearly, there's, there's, there's a big interest within the market, okay. African music market, and, you know, trying to sort of like develop it and create stronger bonds and, 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 and relations with international markets as well, you know, penetrating those markets. Because if you look at uh, Amapia, the genre Amapiano, it is so well received overseas and 
you go through Instagram and you find that people are actually bumping to it. I mm. mean, Pete Diddy is one of those people who played it on, he played, he posted a, a story, you know, listening to Amapiana. So I think with this conference, it's, it's, it's a very, it's giving um, a very hopeful insight in terms of music. And I think music is, is, is a uniting sort of like. Yes. Why is it important for us to unite Africa and Europe in music? Because that is the premise of this conference. We want to unite Africa and Europe in the hip-hop and electronic music space. Why is this important in your view? For me, really, it's, it's, it's one, I think, is enabling us Africans to actually really penetrate the international market. And it gives a sense of hope that, you know what, as an African child, it is possible for you to not just be bordered within just Africa alone, but to share your creativity throughout Africa and you know international markets, and to to create sort of stronger bonds of friendship with you know international markets. Mm. So for me, really, it's it's quite important that we we really connect and establish relationships, just not from a business aspect as well, but also on a creative platform as well. I mean, it would be nice to to collaborate, imagine now a Africa and Dutch collaboration, and you think, okay, these are two varied countries, two varied continents, but you know we are united or sort of like brought together through music. And for me, really, it's quite exciting. Yeah, and it's a win-win because the Europeans need to get a bit of dose, or not even a bit, a lot of uh, a dose of African music. It's inspiring for them as well to see what else is out there. And uh, I think our, our music is just great for their dance floors. They do enjoy mm, it and they mm. will continue to do so. Okay, the name now, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Puffy Olavi. We don't know <laughs> what's going on here. This man was recent. I'm just calling him this man now. This man was in an interview <laughs> with Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres in the U.S. Everybody knows who she is. And he said he's changed his name. So obviously, we know Sean... Okay, so this man, legally, this <laughs> the man, guy. shall we say, Mr. Combs, <laughs> we know him by different monikers. He's gone as Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy, Puffy. So it's so confusing because one minute is Daddy, one minute is Diddy. It's just like, mm-hmm. okay, but the man, who are you? We mm-hmm. need to know who you are. So he was on Ellen DeGeneres, and Ellen did ask the question, like, what's your name? Because we're all confused. Like, we can't keep up anymore. One minute to this, the next minute to that. So, um, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Diddy, eventually said, no, listen, he's going to go by the name Love, which he actually legalized. It's on his driver's license. He goes no. by the name of, yeah, it's on his license. He goes by the name of Sean Love Combs. So that's his legal name. So if you want, you can call the man Love, you can call the man Sean or Mr. Combs. It's all up to you. But Love is actually on his driver's license. It's a legal name. <laughs> Do you think his parents should be confused uh, or maybe uh, offended that he keeps changing his name or our parents shouldn't really care about this thing? I don't know. If I was the parent, I'd be I'd be offended because I carry a name and that name carried <laughs> a particular way. I mean, even Kanye West wanted to change his name to Ye. Yeah. I'm just like, but you were given Kanye West. But hey, if, he, if Kanye West decides to fly over to South Africa, he must just be aware that as Africans, they say, yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to so, be turning around a lot yeah, eh, thinking like, we're calling yeah, him but like, what's going on but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it would be very confusing actually I didn't even think of that 
Okay, and recently uh, Puff Daddy, or the guy, uh, hosted the Billboard Awards where his uh, longtime colleague and friend Mary J. Blige got the Icon Award. That was quite a moment for oh, them to be at the top together. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, if you look at the artists, your Mary J. Blige, your P. Diddy, I mean, your Faith Evans, people in the 90s. I mean, I grew up in the 90s and the music back then and now, the quality of it, oh. Mm. I mean, kudos to Mary J. I mean, it's it's well-deserved. I mean, give their flowers while they are still alive. Let's celebrate these people. So for me, yay, it's, it's, it's amazing. Okay. Well, thanks uh, for gracing us with your presence that we always love. And I hope you <laughs> will enjoy the weekend. Uh, did you see that picture of this toddler who's got tattoos, covered in tattoos? And the, 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 the mother is from the U.S. She's 29. And she says that the tattoos are temporary, but she's now facing backlash. Of course, people were going to find shock in this. <laughs> I haven't seen the, seen picture the pictures yet. You haven't seen the pictures. I haven't, but when you said it's temporary, I was like, oh, okay, okay, it's temporary. Because <laughs> it would be very weird for a baby to have a tattoo. And he's covered, eh? His entire body. He's covered. <laughs> it's not even like on the arm. It's his entire body. And he was wearing a vest yeah. so you can, and shorts so you can see. It's, it's a cute child, you know? Like the outfit, I like it. It's like a cute... Uh, tracksuit and shorts. What, how do you call it? It's like a basketball outfit. You know those ones where yeah. it's like a vest and the shorts. Yeah. And then he's yeah. got on sneakers and he's got, I think, a, <laughs> he's got a, a a beanie hat, I think, and and some chains, some some chains like a a wrapper. And then he's wrapped in tattoos. But I'm just worried about his skin, man. Is it not gonna react for from for these me, things? I think that's the concern as well. As much as yes, it's temporary um tattoos. But I mean, you must remember. I remember. Those stick-on tattoos, I mean, that thing is sticking on your skin. And, you know, baby skin, they absorb everything. And they're still quite young and they're still developing. So for me, really, I'd, for me, it's just a concern of the toxicity of that chemical. You know, yeah. as much as it's harmless. But for a baby, I mean, in the long run, how will it affect, you know, how is it going to affect that baby? So for me, really, it's just, yeah, the concern is just on the health side. But, I mean, let's have fun. It's a baby. Yeah, like, I think we would yeah. say, let's have, for me, I would say that, Nkosana, let's have fun if it was for maybe a theme party. This baby was like that, covered in tattoos, temporary tattoos yeah. for that. But she's saying she's been doing this since the child was six months old. So it's a normal thing that she keeps doing. I'm, I'm a bit worried there because, I mean, even yeah. with the, uh, it just moisturizers that we choose from kids or toddlers, you become very sensitive in terms of what you uh, look at in what in what's part of the ingredients in that. You you become very vigilant as a mom mm. with a sensitive, uh, you know, small people skin men. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, it's, okay, I'm going to be a bit away because I remember watching Good Hair and I, this one doctor, she was like, you know, mothers wanted to moisturize their kids' hair and, you know, most relax, so they wanted to re- relax their kids' hair because it's a bit difficult to manage. And it's like, but this baby is still growing and, the scalp is still developing, follicles are still developing. So we need to be very cautious when it comes to whatever chemicals we apply on kids because they're still growing and developing and they haven't fully matured. So for me, really, yeah, mm. she needs to a bit like stop. I mean, it's fun, but stop a bit because this is a child and you don't know the negative impact of those um, temporary tattoos at the end of the day. So, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. the only borderline <laughs> concern that I have. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, it's cute. I have three tattoos, and it's pa- quite painful getting one. But yeah, I've heard it's painful. I, I've never had, but I've heard that it it is quite painful. 
<laughs> I don't know how you can do it, but enjoy the weekend. <laughs> Gosana, thanks for joining us. Always great chatting. Thank you, thank you. A super califragilistic at Bielodosha's weekend. Yes, everybody. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm truly is our lifestyle and entertainment commentator discussing entertainment news.